welcome to the seller community podcast this is season two episode 14. another great episode for you but first a couple of quick announcements so i'm excited to announce that claire and amanda the co-founders and co-ceos of list perfectly will be joining me as podcast co-hosts we're starting with this episode which is a great interview with cat the nurse flipper and we have a bunch of awesome stuff planned so Liz is going to continue growing her reselling business, as you know, at Colorado Reworn. She has our full support. Uh, she'll be missed. We're very grateful for the time she put into the Seller Community Podcast to help us grow it to what it is today. And she's going to be active on Instagram, active on TikTok. So please make sure you're following her there again at Colorado Reworn. And I'm sure you're going to see her out and about in the Seller Community. And from me, a personal thanks to Liz for helping me put this together helping me grow the seller community podcast to what it is today. I appreciate it and I'm going to miss you, but I am excited for the future and, you know, things that are coming with the podcast. So thank you for continuing to listen and continuing to tune in. Now let's listen into the chat. Clara, Amanda and I had with Kat, the nurse flipper. Kat, AKA the nurse flipper has been selling on eBay since 1999 on her website, thenurseflipper.com, and on her YouTube channel, with 20 million views, she puts out content to help new and seasoned sellers learn more about what is selling on eBay and what items are making the most profits. She also shares tips and tricks that she uses to increase her productivity and profit. We'll get into this and a lot more, but welcome to the show, Kat. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh. And then we've also got Claire and Amanda here who are going to help me talk to you today. Hi, Hi Kat. Kat. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's, it's so I'm glad to see you both at the same time. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. And you probably saw me go like, wow, when I heard 20 million views on your YouTube channel. Congratulations. That's Thank amazing. You. Kat, you are the nurse flipper. How long were you a nurse full time, please? I was a nurse full-time for almost 12 years. Oh. So I, I started late in nursing school. So I graduated when I was 30. So from when I was 30 until I was 42, I was doing full-time nursing. Wow. So, okay. We, we understand that you were working three 12 hour shifts and, and, and how did you fit reselling into that? <laughs> so I started, when I started reselling, I was working four 12 hour shifts because I was providing the only income coming from outside of the house. So my husband stayed at home with my son. So my income was the only one. So I was actually working four twelves when I first got back into reselling. And then as I ramped it up, I was able to cut it down to three 12 hours, which is normal for nurses. And then finally in July of last year, I cut down to two 12 hours. So as I was doing more i was able to cut the work down as far as nursing and i did i i did it all the time you know like if if i was on lunch break at work i was listing if i was in traffic i was listed every spare moment i had went to reselling because I knew I had a goal in mind of leaving nursing to do reselling where I could be at home more. So that's a lot to balance. So tell us a little bit more about that. Was it, I'm sure the home support system helped. And then, like you said, yes. listing when you could, but how did you balance the two? So I think the biggest thing for me was I was so goal driven that I wasn't doing much 
extracurricular stuff. So it was either work or listing. And my son, who is three now, he was a baby then. So he would come to the shed with me to list. And before I had the shed, when I was listing inside, he was with me. So I was kind of spending time with him, letting him play while I was listing. And then my husband, luckily, does all of the grocery shopping. He does all of the cooking. Um, I pay I pay somebody to clean my house. I don't want to hide the fact that I do that um, just because it's something I don't want to do, nor does my husband. So I think kind of like outsourcing some of that stuff and paying for people to help where I could put more time into reselling, which would make me more money kind of helped with the balance and again i'm lucky dalton loves like he's a great going sourcing with me going to the thrift stores he most of the time is good in the shed um so i've been very lucky that he has been very accommodating and and again not not much of a social life not much of a social life i can imagine yeah so cat on your first year reselling you made $75,000 would you care to explain a little how did you do that so that for me and this is one thing on my YouTube that I kind of try and emphasize to people is I reinvested everything because I was still working a full-time job I didn't need the money from reselling at that point I knew my end goal but at that point, I didn't need the money coming in from reselling. So everything that came in from reselling that first year went right back into inventory. I buy really low. Um, that is one of my big things as well. I buy from lots on estate auctions and things like that. And everything I got, I, I would pull occasionally, you know, like maybe once or twice in a few months if I needed extra money for the bills. Once I cut my hours from the 48 to 36, um, I was still doing 36 that whole first year. And, you know, just if I needed a little bit, but everything else went back into the business, including like the shed that I'm in for inventory so I could grow the space that I had. I'm lucky I live in the country and I don't have to get storage units. I have 11 acres and I could probably get 20 more sheds if I wanted, but I have a ton of space. So it was just reinvesting. And I really started with probably less than $500 and then every sale that came in just went back into inventory and back into inventory. Wow, that's that's amazing. I, I mean, that's such a luxury to have that kind of space. And, and it sounds like you're really making use out of it for your reselling. What type of items did you sell? So I started with pallets and I, re I have resold off and on since 1999, but this reselling journey started about three years ago. And I started with pallets. I saw it on Facebook and there was a lot on YouTube about, you know, the whole flipping pallets. And I'm a gambler as far. I, I like taking chances. I like surprises and buying pallets where I didn't know what was in it. And there might be some high dollar stuff. I started with the pallets, but probably about four or five months. in, I realized this is a lot of work and I have a lot of stuff that I can't use. So we were getting some Lowe's and Home Depot pallets and we would end up with returns that were missing tiny little parts that we didn't know until they got returned from the buyer. So at that point is when I switched over to the estate auctions. So I sell everything. I, I tell everybody as long as it's legal, I'll sell it. Um, I have done jewelry, collectibles, 
I do clothes. I, I literally will sell anything. I've been doing a lot of artwork lately and doing very well with that. I'm trying to think of what else. I sold wheelchairs. I, I sell everything. I sell everything. When and why did you decide to go full-time reselling? What was the balancing so much? What was that switch that made you switch over? So my initial goal was which last year in July is when I went part-time. My initial goal was to go part-time by the end of last year and to go full-time by the end of this year. And I actually, when I went to part-time, I was at the point where I didn't want to go to work. I would wake up early, want to call out. And the kicker that kind of kicked me into gear a little bit more was the fact that I just, I wasn't wanting to go to work. So in early February last month, I got written up for too many call outs. And it was actually because I was sick. Um, it wasn't like not wanting to go to work. I had a couple of COVID exposures. I got lucky. I worked with COVID patients one-on-one -on -one throughout COVID and I never, I still to this day have not got COVID, but I had symptoms and I didn't want to go to work and possibly expose my coworkers or my patients to that. And unfortunately, in the world of a hospital, they don't care why you call out. So I was over. They called me in to write me up for too many call outs. And I said, okay, I know, I know I'm over and got a write up. And then, and, and I've not, I've not told the story even on my own channel. Um, they told me I could not talk about or do anything with YouTube at all at work. And I said, I'm going to have to think about that. So when I went to part-time, I switched departments. They knew about my YouTube channel. They knew about my reselling. I'm so passionate. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's just what I'm talking about all the time, real life here. And they told me I could have nothing to do with it. And mind you, I wasn't watching videos or anything. I was responding to comments after my patients were taken care of, after all my charting was done. And they said I could not open it at all. And I was like, okay, but everybody else is on TikTok and Facebook. And they didn't tell me I couldn't go on the internet. They told me I could not go on YouTube. And I said, okay. So I went home and I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. And I walked in the next day I worked and handed in my two week notice. And I didn't, I didn't say it on my channel because I didn't, I didn't really want to get into like the whole, it, it's drama. And I did say that yeah. the drama was a lot of why I didn't want to do it. There's so many like workplace politics, I think in any you know, corporate job. And that was pretty much what that boiled down to. I don't know if it was like some jealousy, like, cause I was, I, I was talking about like everything I was doing. I was super excited. And they even told me they were very happy with my patient care. My patients were all happy. All my charting was done, but, and I'm like, so I'm doing my job. But, you know, so that was kind of the kicker that pushed me 10 months earlier than my plan to say, I'm out. Wow. The, wow. That is an incredible story, Kat. Thank you. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. How do you feel now that you've, you, you, you've made this decision? This is a life-changing decision that you made. And how's it going? It's going great. So I, I actually, in between that last day and giving my notice, because I did work the two weeks out, I wasn't going to just walk away. I got insurance the next day for cheaper than what I was paying at work and actually better coverage, which that was my main factor that was holding me back from going full time. 
prior to that. And I'm doing great. Like I'm leaving Sunday. We're going to Myrtle Beach. Um, I'm doing a meetup with my show co-host, Julian Bearded Thrift. We're doing a meetup in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And then I'm headed up to Pennsylvania, which we might do. People are asking me to do a meetup there as well. Um, And then back to Myrtle Beach. So before I would only be able to take like five days. Now I'm going to Myrtle Beach three days before and three days after to go to the resort, let Dalton play at the pool. And we'll get to meet some of my YouTube viewers. And it's it's not as rushed. I'm probably busier, honestly. I'm probably busier now than when I was nursing, which is okay. I am I am completely okay with that. I haven't figured out a, a routine yet. And I don't know that I will, just because I have so much on my plate. I don't I don't know if a regular schedule will ever work for me. <laughs> Kat, let me ask you. So when you did that switch, okay. Did you get insomnia? Did you get like fear or anxiety taking this decision? How was it for you? Okay, you were done. Okay, they really push your buttons, right? right. In that too many, too many rules, right? How did you feel when you're like, okay, I'm done? How did you I feel? I felt good. It was a relief. I didn't have any issues at all. And I think a lot of that is I have been listening to a lot of motivational speakers. I've been listening to a lot of like entrepreneurs. And it's all like, go for it. And the, the best time that you're going to have and the most rewarding things are the things that scare you. It was scary. I can't say it wasn't scary. I mean, it still is. A lot of what I listen to is like, the best things are like just on the other side of fear. And so if you're not scared a little bit, then it's not going to be great. So I'm just pushing on and... I, I have I haven't had any regrets. No, I've been I've been taking naps. It's, it's great. I get to take a nap with my three year old every day. It's wonderful. I love it. Kat, what a great decision. I'm so happy that you decided to come to reselling full time and keep growing your YouTube channel because it's big. You're very successful in YouTube. You have almost 25,000 subscribers. The traction and interaction you have is very big. Kat, how did the YouTube uh, a journey started for you, please. So I told you I found the palettes on YouTube. So I was watching videos of unboxing and then I got into watching what sold videos, which is what I have built my channel on. So I was watching what sold videos and that was helping me learn more about what to pick up and what to source from online auctions. And I actually reached out to Matt at part-time pickers and I'm like, can I do this? Because I felt like I was getting so much from the YouTube community. I wanted to give back. I'm like, I have these numbers, you know, I'm making all this money. I'm making all these sales. And I learned most of what I had figured out thus far from YouTube. And I, I wanted to give back. And I think as far as the traction and growing, I, answer every comment. I still, I am the one answering every comment. Um, It takes hours a day sometimes, but I just want to help people. And I think people can kind of see that and realize it. And I don't hold anything back. And there occasionally is hate, you know, why are you telling everybody all, but there's so much merchandise in the world and there are millions of buyers that I don't see why I shouldn't share my knowledge and help other people grow. That's the biggest thing for me. That is such a beautiful thing to say, because really the internet is big enough for all of us. And, you know, you 
just getting out there might give someone else confidence that, hey, you know what? I can do this too. I can become a full-time reseller, just like Kat. If you were to give- Somebody quit their job. Somebody, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Amanda, but somebody quit their job the day after my video. Wow. And said, Kat did it. I'm I have goosebumps. I have goosebumps. She, she did. She's like, okay, I'm done. And she, she quit. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like that wasn't my intention at all, but I, like, I'm happy for her. She was miserable. Like I was and her seeing me gave her the courage to do it. That That's amazing. Would you have any pearls of wisdom or any advice? If, if you, there's somebody listening right now and they're thinking, yeah, I've been on the fence for a long time you have any pearls of wisdom that you'd like to give them? So I want to tell you what I would say before I did this. I'll tell you what I would say a year ago and what I would say now. So a year ago, a good friend of mine was wanting to do it. And I'm like, no, but you have a job and you have benefits. And why, why would you do that? And I, and I actually, I started crying in my video when I was talking about this, cause he's a good friend of mine. Cause I told him, no, I told him not to do that. And that was my thinking a year ago. And my thinking again, after listening to motivational and very, very successful people to get past the fear, like to do anything great, you have to get past the fear. And if you're unhappy where you're at, it's probably affecting you mentally and physically and you aren't happy. So for me, I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be doing what I could do. And another thing for me, when it came up in my chat was everybody's like, oh yeah, I cut out cable or I cut out this. And I say, no, I say, I'm gonna make more money at reselling than I made at nursing. I'm not gonna lessen my lifestyle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna increase it. I'm gonna do better. And I don't wanna look at it as like a demotion at all. I think I can make, or I know I can make more money. I can be more successful in reselling. And I think if you continue to educate yourself, get the knowledge, learn more stuff, learn higher dollar items, and it's a lot of work, but it doesn't feel like work. That's the biggest thing. Like reselling, if you love it, it does not feel like work at all. I could work 12 hours a day at reselling and it does not feel like work at all. Oh, that is so awesome. So I'm really curious. Do you have any favorite marketplaces or platforms? Like what's your go-to when, when you go to list? eBay is my number one, 99% of the time. I list on eBay and I list everything. So I've had the conversation with a couple of people recently. They were scared to list higher dollar items on eBay. And I don't see the need for that fear. I've sold multiple like $3,000 pieces. I'm actually, when I leave Sunday, I'm delivering a, a $2,200 Yadro statue to somebody in Virginia. On my way up, I will be the freight company. I haven't had any issues selling higher dollar items on eBay. So, and that goes into the fear thing again. I think people are so scared of returns and they're scared of, oh, somebody's gonna scam me. And I think with anything in life, like if you do something scared, you're not really doing it. You're not really doing it. So eBay, everything goes on eBay and actually almost everything goes on Poshmark as well. I think a lot of people don't know, like Poshmark has the home section. They have like kids, they have toys. So pretty much everything we list goes on eBay. It goes on Poshmark. It also goes on Facebook Marketplace. And then I have started selling on Etsy, but I'm only putting like $20 or higher items there because they do have the listing fee and they don't have a store option. 
but th those are my four main go-tos. I might, I might look into some other platforms, but I feel like eBay is giving me enough. I think we're at like 15,000 in sales this month on eBay. So the other platforms, tend to be probably about a thousand to fifteen hundred a month doug where is the applause okay we need oh, an applause on. for this please okay fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> yes that's amazing so you like to go live a lot and you do it with your husband and with dalton would you like sharing with our audience who is dalton please Tuesday Night Live, you will not see my husband or Dalton. Well, occasionally Dalton comes in. That's our four panel uh, reseller live that I do every Tuesday at eight. And that I have kind of kicked Dalton out because he likes to get attention. So he, he's in here sometimes. But for our members only, it is myself, my husband, and Dalton, which people very, very rarely see my husband. He's kind of in the back. Um, but we do lives with shipping. It's just in here in my pajama pants that nobody ever sees because they don't see the bottom half of me um, and <laughs> ship, shipping, you know, the reality of shipping. And then the Tuesday night panel I've been doing for about two years. That has grown very, very well. And it's nothing but questions. And I think that's one of the things that has helped that show to grow so much is because like, I don't stop to tell everybody hi, because we, we at this point are getting five to 700 people in chat. So if I did that, I would take the whole show to say hello. Um, so we don't stop to say hello. And it is literally back to back questions from the audience pertaining to eBay or reselling. Occasionally they will ask about YouTube or like our home life. So we, we answer everything, but it's just two hours of like packed questions and information from four resellers. We have a four reseller panel and myself and Julian is my co-host. And then we have two guests with us every week. And that, that has grown very, very well. Congratulations. It's so the community loves it, Kat. I'm happy with the show. I think last year, Julian and I were like, we're going to average a hundred people. And now we <laughs> average over 500 and we're like, whoa, like yeah. it's, it's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's amazing. That's amazing. Would you mind taking us through let's say uh, a day in, in Kat's listing life. Do you have any processes or you don't have to share anything top secret, but if you're going- I share everything. I share everything. <laughs> I, I seriously, I hold like nothing back. I hold nothing yeah. back. Love it. I have no, I have no secrets. Awesome. Um, as far as listing, so I have over the years kind of refined what I was doing because I used to list one thing at a time. I would go, you know, pictures, edit pictures, list, put it away. And now what I do is batch. So I'll do like 10 to 20 items at a time. I will do all of the photographs. I use photo room to remove the background. And then I will go inside on the couch and hang out and Dalton will sit in my lap with me, which is my three-year-old. So he'll be sitting in my lap watching TV. And then I list the 20 items. And then I typically, the next day when I go to pull the sold items, will put away the items that I listed before so they're an in inventory and then that that's as far as listing i do have i have three people who work for me listing now my daughter my 20 year old quit her job about a week after i did so she's working for me full time 
And she's actually the one that's listing the most for me, which I figured because she is very much like me. She's very, very <laughs> driven and I pay by the listing. And then one of my good friends also is doing it and my niece. So it's, it's pretty much all family or close friends. So I do have the three of them. So part of my listing is I go into their drafts. So I'm fixing the titles because I'm big on my keywords and my titles being good. And then I will price it. So I'm paying them to basically make me a draft with the photos. And then I go in and refine that. So I do that first every morning for what they've done the day before. And then I still try and list like 10 to 20 items myself a day as well. So in an average, how many listings could you say you list daily? Okay. Or weekly? Me? Just me? Or, or like team? everybody? your team. So for me, I'm probably listing 100 to 150 and they're probably doing about 200 wow. right now on average. So it'll that's probably about 300 to 350 items a week going up. Powerful. Wow. Very oh, powerful. Yeah, that is amazing. Would you say, you know, that consistency makes all the difference in your business just getting that listing flow going regularly yeah i really do and i know a lot of people like that are still full-time and doing reselling part-time that's where the like finding every minute you have and i'm lucky i don't i don't live in an area with a lot of traffic but having the photos on your phone, like I almost always have some photos on my phone where I can list. So if I go to a doctor's appointment, I'm in a waiting room or I am in traffic, I have the photos there to do it. So I always tell people who are working full time still to try and get at least one or two up a day because eBay likes to see that consistency. And I think it helps with the other platforms as well. And of course, the more you list, the more you're going to sell. Speaking of listing. So tell us how you discovered List Perfectly, and then I would like you to touch on the member of your family that works with you who you haven't mentioned yet that helps you with List Perfectly. Yes, we, we have not. So I think it was Courtney. I think it was Bolo Buddies. I, I want to say that I found out about List Perfectly from, and I was doing all of my cross-posting by myself and just like copying the pictures over or keeping them in my phone and then putting them in. And this was probably, it was probably two years ago. It was a while. And then I started doing the cross posting and we were doing, I think we were just doing Poshum or Kari at that time. It was before the Facebook marketplace shipping had really kind of taken off. And my mom was helping me list. So my mom is almost 75. She was helping me list and she could not do it um like i i it, she couldn't take photos of 3d stuff like if i gave her flat items then we were fine <laughs> so i would give her like brochures and scarves and then it, it just got to the point where she just didn't have the photography skills to meet my expectations i'm like okay i've got to find something different that my mom can do because my mom doesn't have much retirement coming in and I unfortunately can't afford to just give her, you know, hundreds of dollars a month. And so I'm like, okay, the listing isn't going to work. Let's find something. And so I had her start doing list perfectly and she's doing the cross posting. And again, like as far as like technical skill and stuff like that, 
she doesn't she doesn't have much i could i couldn't get the photography over but with list perfectly she has been able to come like even if i'm not here when i was at work she can come she can do the cross posting and we over the years have switched how we're using list perfectly so i was just cross posting and then when it sold i was going and taking it down off every Ooh. platform so 1500 of our listings now are in the list perfectly catalog so what i did is i'm like okay we gotta stop and I actually deleted all of my listings off of Poshmark and I was just starting Etsy and I'm like, okay, mom, we got to take all of this eBay stuff. Not all of it, not all of it. We didn't do all of it, but all of the new stuff. And again, I'm an eBay lister. I start all my listings on eBay because I like sell similar. So what I do is I list everything on eBay and then my mom will take it and put it into list perfectly catalog. And what she does is she puts every, she'll get caught up with everything in List Perfectly catalog, and then she'll go in and put all of it out to the other platforms secondary to eBay. So to Etsy, to Poshmark, and to Facebook Marketplace. And she she knows what's going on. Like, I, I don't know. I'm like, what what is she? But she, she has her system. And again, I think she likes doing like Etsy by herself. And then she'll go do Facebook and Poshmark together. But what, for me, whatever works and gets it out on the platforms. And I love using the catalog because now, like before we were using like an M symbol and like an exclamation if it was on like a certain platform in our SKU. And now I can go into the list perfectly catalog and I can see, okay, this is listed. And some of it, sometimes she forgets and I'm like, oh, but then I can go and do it or tell her like, hey, mom, you didn't put this over here. So since we've switched the catalog, it has worked better. And then in the morning, I just go in once a day, go into the catalog, remove everything that sold and go on. I don't, I don't remove everything as it sells because I know people get worried about that, but even with 4,000 items, I think I've had two sell on two different platforms in three years. So that happening does not happen that, that frequently. So that that's where we're at. And that way she helps me. And again, we we're making 1500 to 2000 from the other platforms. So it's making enough to where I can pay her and helps her not have to get a, another job. She what started the whole thing is she was talking about working at a gas station. I'm like, mom, like you're you're in your 70s. You're not going to go work at a gas station. But again, I'm not, I'm not financially at the point to where I could just give it to her. I needed, you know, to do something, but I was happy to be able to do that. And now my niece, my daughter, and one of my good friends as well. So it's nice to know, like my business is helping to support other people besides myself, which is nice. The growing is scary. The growing is scary. So true, awesome. Kat. Which plan do you does your mom likes better from least perfectly? I'm curious. So we do the pro. Um, we have the highest level, and I do that because I think it's the easiest for her because it's the least amount of work for her to do. You know, she's not having to copy all the stuff. I love that. Like the weight will copy over, and now Poshmark has a skew. I I think almost most of the platforms have the custom skew now, which is nice. So it has the location just like eBay does. But all of that goes over. Etsy is a little more time consuming, which is, again, why I like only am having her do the $20 items. But for me, 
I think having the pro plan where every, you know, everything is copied over for us just makes it easier and where she can do more, you know, kind of be more efficient and get more listings cross posted. She's, she's getting a little behind. Now there are four people listing to her, to her one. So I actually might have to think about having somebody else come in to cross post too, but, but that's okay. Cause you know, the business is growing and it, and it's, it's nice. That's a good problem to have when you grow so much that you need more help. Congratulations. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. You've got your YouTube channel. You have your website. You have a ton of resources on there. And I love the cute dolphin theme. Can you tell yes. us a little bit about the Flippin' Pod memberships on there? Yeah, so I have memberships. Those are on my YouTube channel. And I started them about a year and a half ago, and I only had the $1.99 membership, which what that is, is once a month, um, the first Monday of every month, I do eBay store reviews. But I also, I've had some posh sellers that follow me and Mercari sellers, and I will review it items anywhere pretty much so i go in i look at their store or i look at their listings and i give them tips and kind of tell them what i would do to make the listings better to increase sales and that has went over very very well so that is my dollar 99 membership and then my 999 which is probably my favorite is every other saturday i do live sourcing so i take their zip code and go on to Hybid, which is the auction site I use the most, and we go look for inventory for them. So that's live with the screen share, and everybody gets to watch. So the other members are learning because they're seeing what I'm picking out, and we research it live. You know, I'm like, okay, it's at this on auction. We'll look it up on eBay. We'll look it up on WorthPoint, see the value. And that has actually grown to where it has rolled over into Sunday, too, because I have so many members. So I'm having to do, to do two days a week for that one. And then the $9.99 includes the store review. And then the $19.99 is the highest level. So it includes the store reviews, the sourcing. And then that's the one with the live behind the scenes where they get to see my husband who has never seen hardly ever and Dalton, which everybody loves. So that is like uncut, unfiltered every other Monday, which is our busiest shipping day. We typically have 40 to 50 going out. They watch us pack. They can ask questions live. It's definitely like smaller, you know, it's a smaller group setting. So it's a little more almost like one on one in that one and then they get everything. So I do an extra five to seven lives a month for my paid YouTube channel members. Wow, wow. The Death Pile Destruction Facebook group. Tell us a little bit about that. That was another video I cried in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that started for me having too much inventory because I think the majority of resellers, I've met a few who do not have death piles, but the majority of resellers buy too much. And I like buying auctions. So I would fill my car up or fill my truck up every time I would pull the most valuable stuff and the rest of it piled up. So I started death pile destruction on Facebook and it has went insane. I think we've had it for about three and a half months and we have over 7,000. I think we're closing in on 8,000 members 
And it's crazy. It's, it's so crazy just to see like the amount of support that's in that group is amazing. I wish I had more time to spend in there. I honestly, I'm, I'm not in there a ton just because I have so much going on, but I have amazing mod. That's where it comes into having people help you as you, as you grow and have so much going on. Um, but people post their desk piles. We do challenges, like weekly challenges for listing. They also will do like no shopping challenges. And it's just a really great group for peer support if you have the the issue that most of us have with with buying too much so like people will send pictures sitting outside of goodwill like i want to go in and <laughs> people will come and be like ah no don't and people have have gotten through their death piles and like i think the level of our death piles vary uh you know some people only have like a tote and then people like me might have a shed um but since i started it i've gotten through over 50 percent of mine and gotten it down. I think you should have a little bit of reserve, but not a ton of stuff that you don't see for a year. I hadn't, I, I didn't even know what was in the boxes. So the big thing for me is I was spending money and it wasn't listed. So it wasn't available for sale. And it was like stale money there. And it, it could either go up in value or it could go down, you know, you never know which way it will go. And yeah, the group, the group has exploded and it's like that group just went insane. It, it is absolutely crazy. And the amount of support in there is, is incredible. Yeah. That's awesome. I got to join up. I've got some stuff that I need to get motivated to get rid of. of I'm like, <laughs> looking at my shit. We, we make a joke that I have five bins. I have five bins that are organized but I have a bunch of boxes. So I do have a lot of stuff. Yeah, it, it adds up and it's hard, I will say. And this, I think this is the part that a lot of people don't get is if you're on YouTube and you're doing reselling and people are looking for content of you sourcing, sometimes you gotta go source even though you have a death pile. So there's like an added dimension when you're a content creator who creates content showing hauls or going thrifting and I've tried, I've tried to cut it back. And I actually, I did thrift boxes for about two months where everything I thrifted, I just doubled the price and I sold it to my members. And that way I made a little bit of profit, but I didn't add to my pile. But then it got to where I was like, no. And that that's a lot with me with YouTube is that I don't want it to feel like a job. So I got to where I felt like I had to go thrifting two or three times a week to make videos. And for me, when it's not fun anymore, then I, and I quit doing it. So I didn't do thrifting videos for probably three or four weeks. And I'm doing them again because I want to go and want to have fun. But when I got to the point where I did not want to go, you know, I'm not going to force myself to go do something just to have content, which makes me have to think of other, you know, other things like that I can teach about and kind of show videos on, on my YouTube versus going thrifting to find stuff. I hear that you offer personal coaching. How does that work? I love my personal coaching and I feel like I'm a therapist a lot of times. I'm not going to lie. So I do one-on-one -on -one coaching for $200 for a month, or I do a 12 month agreement for 150. And what I do is I do an initial worksheet where I kind of assess strengths and weaknesses as far as like listing, photographing, sourcing to kind of figure out where they're at and what they need help with. And then 
I follow it with unlimited text support. I do a few phone calls, but I try and keep it to mainly text just because I'm going a little bit crazy most of the time. And most times I am able to kind of get to the root of the problem in that first phone call. And that might be, you know, just like overthinking on listing. A lot of people are scared about it. They haven't gotten their processes down. So I help them with their processes if they need help with sourcing. It's very, very individualized to the person. I've even, I've had, I have one that's doing it for YouTube. She's having me help her grow her YouTube channel. So with my one-on-one coaching, I'm happy to help with anything that I have the knowledge to help with. And I have seen a ton of increase in people's sales from doing it. And again, I think most of the time it's just really simple. And I think people just need someone to take a look from the outside and kind of help them see where their issues are to help them increase you know what their revenue is and increase how much they're selling and most times it's pretty easy i haven't i haven't had a ton of snags with that which is nice um the 12 month i do more for people that are just starting out so if they want help with like organization setting up their inventory going on into listing photographing kind of building it up like i did that first year going from nothing up to a full-time income from reselling thank you so much for sharing that that's a question that i've been meaning to ask yeah it's funny because i'm like they're like i want you to help me with youtube and i'm like i'll, I'll help with whatever you know if, if i have the time and have the knowledge where i can help i i'm more than happy to help yeah and it's such a a wonderful feeling to feel like you know you're giving back you're helping yeah. someone. You have such a well-rounded business, you know, where, you know, it's not just that you are reselling, but you're also teaching, you're coaching, you're doing so much. So, you know, having said that, if we touch on a lot of things, is there anything else that you'd like to share? I think like you kind of brought to forefront and I think teaching for me has kind of come to the forefront as the most important thing as far as my YouTube channel and being able to help and getting emails and letters from people who are telling me I changed their life is like, it's amazing to hear. And it just kind of reinforces the whole teaching thing. And for me, as I like the sourcing, I think is more viewed by a wider audience but for me, I like the teaching. So mine are definite, even my thrifting videos are teaching. Like I'm like, I'm picking this up because of this, or I'm passing this up because of that. So for me, it's all kind of tied into one and YouTube keeps me accountable. Like if I don't have the sales, then I don't have stuff to show people. So it's kind of, you know, they kind of feed into each other because not only am I accountable, there are, you know, thousands of people holding me accountable, waiting to see what I sold, which definitely helped. I don't think we talked about my camps. I have my reseller camps that I'm doing. Um, the first one's in three weeks and in April, and then we have one in May. The April one is sold out, but I rented a mansion in Orlando with a bowling alley in it and a pool and a jacuzzi and 14 rooms and we're doing a conference like a seminar and it's going to be two days of hardcore ebay boot camp you know and just the teaching and we're going to have time in the morning and at night to kind of socialize and network as well but my main focus is 
teaching people of all levels, not not just new resellers. Even even if you've been doing this for 10 years, there's always more that you can learn or somebody's doing it a little bit different than you are and you can better what you're doing. So I think we have people that haven't even started coming up to people that have been reselling for a long time. So it will be fun. We're doing, I'm going to do hands-on photography, hands-on shipping, the stuff I think that most people are, you know, more intimidated and scared by. And then we're going to have the rec time. And Tennessee is a big 16 bedroom cabin on top of the mountain. I am go big or go home. I didn't want to do it in a hotel. I wanted smaller, more like family oriented. Dalton will be there. I know a couple other people are bringing their children as well. Husbands are coming and going golfing, which is kind of funny. I think there are three husbands coming to Tennessee that are like, bye, have fun at camp. I want it family oriented. The kids are welcome to come. And Tennessee is going to be the same thing. Two days of class, but we'll have like the night before and all, you know, all of the nights after camp to kind of network and talk with each other, meet each other, help each other. And I'm hoping to continue doing that. Um, Right now I've got them kind of back to back. And that's something that I've been booking the next one when one sells out. So Tennessee, as of right now, has one private room left. But then I have bunk rooms that are lower cost because I know, you know, not everybody has the budget to be able to do the private rooms. So we have bunk rooms. And then the next one will probably be on the beach. I love that anybody from any levels, from uh, maybe someone that never sold, from a full-time experience, anybody can join to these incredible coaching sessions that you're going to be doing. I love it. Go big or go home. I love it. So Claire and Amanda, if there aren't any other questions, I just have one more that I'm going to throw in. (laughs) So Kat, you realize there's only seven days in the week, right? So how do you do this all? And when do you sleep or do you sleep? Actually, I've been making myself sleep more. Um, I I, I said earlier, I'm taking naps. That's true. I think the biggest thing with this is being more efficient uh, and getting more done in quicker amounts of time. I will tell you, and this is against what probably a lot of people, I don't do descriptions. I do not do descriptions on my listings. I take very, very good photos. We take a picture with the tape measure if needed. The only time I do descriptions is if there's a flaw. And I think that makes my listing time go a lot faster. And then as far as YouTube, I was doing seven videos a week. I was doing daily videos and I had to pull myself back and say, okay. And that a lot of that is for growth. You know, the more that you're out there, the more you're going to grow. But I was like killing myself doing videos every day. So I pulled back. I do three videos a week now. And then my one live in addition to the members and that has helped significantly as well. And I think just like I said, I can't, I can't figure out a schedule, but I know I have the things that I have to do. Like I have to ship every day because that that's, what's making money. So shipping every day. And then after that would become my listing. And after that, then I would go to my YouTube video. And if I have time for anything else, but luckily with only doing three lives are easy. Lives are easy. You turn on the camera, you go live and you're done, but editing, you know, the editing 
pre-recorded videos are the ones that take a little bit longer. So now that I'm only doing three a week, that is a lot easier for me. And I'm not an over editor. I do not edit my videos a lot. I don't do fancy stuff. So it's more just, you know, cutting out the dead space in the videos. My editing doesn't take a ton of time. And then just figuring out the time for the coaching and it's a lot, but I have, I have free time, which is nice. And I'm trying to make myself take one day off a week. It doesn't feel like work. That's, That's the thing, you know? There you go. We couldn't agree more. When you do what you love, it's not work. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Kat. Thank, thank you. you, Clara and Amanda. Yeah, and thank you. I'm glad I got those, have both of you here. <laughs> well, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you uh, for, oh, you're so for welcome. you know, hanging out with us and, and sharing your story. Thank you for joining us on the Seller Community Podcast from List Perfectly. You can find us at the sellercommunitypodcast.com. You can leave a message or ask a question at anchor.fm slash sellercommunitypodcast. You can email us at podcast at listperfectly.com. Post a question in the List Perfectly Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash listperfectly. You can listen to the Seller Community Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts and be sure and subscribe, tell your friends, and if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a review. On Instagram and TikTok, you can find me at snoop.dougie and of course, follow at listperfectly. And you can always use our promo code podcast, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, for 30% off your first month of List Perfectly or 30% off your first month of upgrading your plan. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.